Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Free Terrible Gamers. I'm here with Ashton as always. Hey guys, how are you doing this week? All right. We have one topic left over from last week, technically. That technically that I forgot. and Well, I deleted it, so I didn't have it, but yeah. I missed, so we're, well, I guess technically from whenever I've done it the last time. So technically the last two weeks, but still. Yeah. Uh, it's all good. Still has time. But yeah, it's still half time. We got like 2024 before it's old news. Uh, Fallout is getting a TV series. Yeah, so uh, it says here, Fallout is an upcoming 2024 American post-apocalyptic drama television series developed by Lisa Joy and Jonathan Nolan for Amazon Prime Video. It is based on the role-playing video game franchise created by Interplay Entertainment and now owned by Bethesda Softworks. And that is from Wikipedia. So take it how you will. But that's all I got on it. So not much really to say on Fallout. If you don't already know about Fallout, then play it. Yeah, I mean, only thing really to add to that because it's, I got literally the same exact source from Wikipedia. But, I mean... I think Fallout is seeing what's happening with the whole entire video game and TV collaboration now since companies have more bigger budgets, it's theming the land a lot more, like with Halo, Mario. I mean, obviously Mario was a movie, but still just the whole concept in itself with Sonic and, like I said, literally everybody is succeeding in it nowadays. So right. you'd be stupid not as a company. I mean, at least you'd be stupid not to give it a shot. If it fails, it fails, but... I mean, something like Fallout, it's got enough content to, I think it would do pretty good. Oh, yeah. Let's just see if the movie managed to have bugs or not. Yeah. <laughs> Bugthesda. <laughs> I guess Starfield done pretty good, you know, for Bethesda, so. Yeah, we'll see if they decide to do a Starfield show, if this one is any good. Ah, uh, that'd be a deep show. <laughs> a Starfield show. I mean... Fallout show would be pretty deep. I mean, you think yeah. from every single game that they have for Fallout anyways. Yeah, that's true. I just wonder which one they're going to decide to use or if they're going to do something like completely different from what, I mean, because they've basically done a different vault in each game. 
Mm, I don't think they'll do Fallout 76. Uh, probably Fallout 4. Maybe not. Maybe they'll start over, but I'd say probably Fallout 4. That's fair. We'll see in 2024, I guess. Yeah, if they did do 76, that'd be cool. You know, they'd probably film it in West Virginia, but once again, I doubt it. They wouldn't have to do much work, much, much work to the road. <laughs> That's <Sorry>. true. <laughs> yeah, they definitely wouldn't have to do any editing to bust it up any. That's for sure. <laughs> Just go to Dundon there and film that. Yeah. Which is actually funny because even movies that's based in West Virginia, like Wrong Turn, going a little bit off video game topic here, but even those ones are shot in Pennsylvania and Virginia. Yeah. So, I mean, West Virginia is still, I mean, that's a good place to record, I would think, because you get a lot of natural beauty in everything, especially in the fall time. Right. Yeah. Around this time. The realistic, apocalyptic feel, anyways. Yeah. But if it's already. In an upcoming thing, I'm sure it's already, especially how late it is in 2023, I'm sure everything's already recorded. Oh, it's I would just, say, yeah. It's just, things yeah, yep, editing, putting it all together and everything. Making everything squeeze in how it's supposed to squeeze in episode-wise, figuring out when the release. Right, yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure everything is, like I said, a wrap at this point. It's just when we get it. Sometime. 2024. Yeah. Or if they decide to pull by then. Yeah, they might. They take a Nintendo approach. Yeah. Like, oh, you leaked it? We're going to just do away with it. <laughs> Forget everything we've already recorded and all the money we've already put into it. That's right. We got more. We're Bethesda. Yeah. Well, they're owned by Microsoft now. So, yeah, they definitely got money. Yeah. Parent company, baby. That's right. All right. A game we kind of crapped on the past couple of weeks turned out to be pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and its reviews are out. Cocoon. Uh, so it's uh, an 89 on Metacritic, surprisingly. 24 positive, one mixed, zero negative. Um, that's basically all I got on it. But yeah, Cocoon. You know, we're making fun of it, you know. Caterpillar or whatever else. But apparently it's pretty good for what it is. Yeah, it's a puzzle game out of all things, which is really shocking, which, I mean, I can respect a puzzle game, especially being a Zelda player. Right. So it's one of those things. I didn't really do a deep dive on it. I mean, whenever I seen a Metacritic, it was an 87 or an 88. I can't remember which one. So it's gone up since I seen it whenever I sent the thing yesterday, so that's a good thing. So, obviously, it's wound up being a good game that we was trashing just because the name is just a little... because of the name, yeah. But I believe it's also another space-based, like, puzzle game. Because I do remember seeing, like, aliens and stuff being mentioned in spaceships, so okay. I guess Microsoft really landing with the, the space, space thing. I guess so. I mean, I guess you can't judge a book by its cover. You can't judge a game by its name, I guess. It sounds like a stupid little kid game or something, but apparently it's pretty decent puzzle game. Butterfly later. Butterfly, yes. <laughs> That's right. So if you got Game Pass, go download it and try it out yourself. It wound up being 
pretty decent. I'm so I'll probably try it within the next couple of days. Yeah, I might give it a shot. I said, the worst I can do is hate it. That's right. Just never play it again. Well, I do that to a bunch of games. I try. Yeah, that was me with Liza P whenever I tried it. I haven't tried it yet. It is, it is rough. Is it? Yeah. Forewarning for any of you guys listening, if you're terrible like us, you will be terrible at that game. <laughs> But this little backstory is not really a topic, but it goes on to the thing which I think it wound up getting like in. Did we cover it already? That critic score was. Uh, I don't think so. I think we just included it with the Game Pass games. Okay, that's maybe what I'm confusing it for, but I believe it wound up scoring in the 80s as well on the Metacritic. Okay. It's a game based on a Pinocchio story. That's what it is. So P is Pinocchio. You you play as that version of Pinocchio. You don't get a long nose in the game. You wind up getting swords and you go fight other puppets that realistically look like humans. Uh, nice. So my story for the game is I go into it. You know, you go for your first little tutorial area type of situation. Go through. You get your weapons and then you go. You start fighting. I. Thought I was doing pretty good at first, and then I go for the whole entire first area, make it out to the last door. Hit the last door, it resets the chapter over. I'm just like, what just happened? And then so I go exploring a little bit more. I go to a door on the right that I didn't notice at first, and then in that door is the quote unquote first boss. Hmm. And let's just say I cannot get past it. <laughs> It's always a fun game. You can't, can't get past the first balls. Yeah. So if you guys are up for the challenge and want to battle me and how far you can get in Liza P, go for it. It's a pretty decent game. I enjoy dying in it. I've died a bunch, but I still can't get past the first boss. So I've gave up on it for a little bit, but I am on medium difficulty and not easy, but I refuse to go on easy, especially since it's a Souls-like game because Dark Souls in the past, even though it was a different developer, but Dark Souls in the past used to make it if you chose like an easier difficulty, it would actually get harder. Yeah. So I'm afraid of doing that on this game. So I'm just like, I'm just going to stick how it's supposed to be. That way I know it's at least safe and worth saying if I wind up do beating it. So it's but fun, I'm just very hard. Yeah, I'm definitely not a Souls player. Yeah, I haven't played a Souls game in a long time. I'm just in a game rut lately. I can't figure out what games I, I... I hate to say this, but I think I burnt myself out on Tears of the Kingdom playing it so much in the first you know few months it was out, and I'm just like, okay, I need to find something different. Like, I caught myself the everyday playing like MLB The Show on Game Pass. I'm just like, I have not played a baseball game since literally the Backyard Baseball. Backyard Baseball, that was a good game. Yeah, that's the last baseball game I've played, and it's been over 20 years since I've played it. Uh, technically, the last one I played was Wii Sports Baseball, but... Nah, I don't count that. Why? Well, it's That's baseball. Old. And Mario Super Sluggers, I played it. That's baseball, technically. But you don't... I mean, you do the pitch and everything, but you don't do the, like, the whole entire like console, like... Not console, controller lineup to hit the ball to pitch and everything else. You just do your controller motion. Yeah. I mean, it is. You also don't got the option to... 
you either hit a single, double, triple home run or you get out. Mm-hmm. Here and in backyard baseball, you could change your direction, steal bases, do whatever you want to do in a normal baseball game while we you just had your standard what it was. Yeah. I get what you're saying, but technically, that's the last one. Yeah. I I'll, I'll agree with you on that. That would be the last one I played as well up until this point, but it's just in a burnout phase for me. So I'm just like, you know, it's pretty bad if I'm playing a baseball game. <laughs> yeah. I I'm mean, trying to figure out like right now. I mean, it's, I mean, I get what you're saying. You hate to admit that you're burnt out and turn tears of the kingdom, but thing of it is you can only do so much in that game. I mean, yeah, there's a ton of content, but eventually you need a break. You know, it's like breath of the wild. When we first got it, we poured hours and hours and hours, hundreds and hundreds of hours into it. And eventually just got to where I needed something different. And then I went back to it later. So, Yeah, which I'm sure it'll hit different once the DLCs are finally out for it and everything else. If, but also- I don't know. They've been saying they're not going to release any DLC for it. I ain't seen that. It's what, uh, it's what the developers said. There's no DLC. They packed everything they could into the game and... They think it's good enough the way it is. I'm not going to argue with Nintendo. They tend to know what they're talking about. Yeah, but I'd like to see the motorcycle come back. At that least. That would be nice. I love That's that the one thing. horse for me. That's right. Just, <laughs> just give it whatever. I always gave it apples because I always had a ton of apples, so I just put apples into it to fuel it up. But Yeah. Which they, I mean, they could do so much more with it, especially with the Zonite power. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, they're... There's a ton of stuff they could do for DLC or just even bring Trials of the Sword back. Yeah, that way your Master Swords. I mean, oh well, I don't know. I don't think they would bring Trials of the Sword back. They might do a Labyrinth situation if they was to do that, but I don't think they would upgrade the Master Sword how it would be upgraded because where you got the fuse abilities. Yeah, you can fuse stuff to it. So it would be... Which, I mean, it don't make a difference because it still gets the buff whenever it's around in this game, Gloom, while in Breath of the Wild is Malice. Yeah. But still, it still gets that buff once you're around the Gloom. bad stuff, basically. Yeah. So, I mean, at the same time, yeah, it could be to where you have it fully maxed out at 60, basically, the whole time because there is no in-game file of what it actually is, except at the beginning of the game when it says it's a 1 because it's broken. Right, yeah. But, you know. It is what it is. But let's get back on topics. We kind of went way down the rabbit hole in this one. That's all right. Tears of the Kingdoms we're talking about. Uh, Bethesda, sticking with it, is releasing a new Elder Scrolls game that got Shadow released. Yeah, so Bethesda has Shadow dropped a new mobile game set in the Elder Scrolls universe, available in early access for Android the Elder Scrolls Castles appears to be a Fallout Shelter-style simulation game from Bethesda Game Studios. The award-winning developer behind Skyrim and Fallout Shelter comes to Elder Scrolls Castles, a new mobile game that puts you in control of your very own castle and dynasty. Reads the game's Google Play Store listing. Oversee your subjects as the years come and go, families grow, and new rulers take the throne. So, I mean, it might be a pretty cool game if you're into the Elder Scrolls games. Um, I'm not really a mobile player much. It has to be a pretty good mobile game for me to play it. I mean, I've played Clash of Clans off and on for three years now, so. 
I don't have a whole lot of time to put into a mobile game personally, but if you're into Elder Scrolls and you have time and you like mobile games, go ahead, try it out. Well, from what I've seen with these style of mobile games, especially since it's like Fallout Shelter, uh, usually those ones are uh, idle games anyway. So like the Taku, like, so basically you get rewarded for waiting around. I mean, yeah, you get more if you're on there interacting with it, but even when you're off for a while, you'll still get stuff for just sitting around and doing nothing with it. So just having it downloaded, if you're into it, you would eventually get stuff just not as quick as you was actually playing it. Yeah. Well, Clash of Clans is kind of the opposite to an extent. I mean, yeah, you get more loot and stuff if you're going through and actively attacking people and everything else, but at the same time, if you don't play for two weeks, every single one of your things are going to be maxed out. You don't constantly have to doing everything else so for being a pretty much click idle game it's you know it is what it is but bethesda sees their success with fallout shelter so they're just like why not do it with two games yeah right i mean fallout shelter and you, you can play it on the switch and pretty much any mobile console switch is technically a mobile console i guess so you know why not and it's fallout shelter i mean i've never really played it i've seen cole play it and it seems like it'd be a kind of fun game if you have time to put into it. That's just one thing I don't have as much time. Yeah, and that's my thing with them. It's just once I do it, I'll download them and I'll kind of do what I do with Tears of the Kingdom and just play a crap ton of it at once. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, this is awesome. I like doing this. And then I'll just get burned out on it. Granted, I get burned out on the idle simulators a lot quicker than what I do actual video games. Right. But one of those things i'm obsessed with that stuff at first i was like oh okay this is awesome i can do this 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 and this get this maxed out get this maxed out and i'm like oh i'm tired and bored now i'm deleting it support for this podcast and the following message come from corient corient provides wealth management services centered around you they focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully preserve their wealth and provide for the people causes and communities they care about as one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the u.s corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I haven't, like I said, I haven't deleted Clash Clans, but I also don't play it that much. Once in a while, I'll get on there, but that's just how I am with most mobile-type games. Just get burnt out. Don't play them. Like I said, if you're a mobile gamer, it's no nothing to you. More power to you because, I mean, I can't even do it. I, 
it's just one of those things. I don't really enjoy mobile gaming that much. No, I mean, it, it's coming, you know, especially on the Apple side of things. They're releasing console-type games on the iPhone 15 when it comes out, you know, for Apple Arcade stuff. So, I mean, time's coming that cell phones are going to be many consoles. You can play games, you know, if you have a controller, you know, strap or whatever to it. You can just play anywhere with a controller and play a console-type game, but actual mobile games is different than a console-type game, obviously, so I just get bored too easy with mobile games. They just seem repetitive and limited, most of them. Oh, yeah, especially since these phones are getting stronger and stronger anyway, so they're going to be able to hold it. I mean, they're pretty much going to be pretty much mini PC. I mean, they already are mini PCs to an extent. But like actual like gaming PCs is what they're going to wind up turning into, or there's going to be a whole entire cell phone brand just dedicated to gaming phones, basically. The kind of already is Red Magic. It has like a, even a fan built in to cool it and everything, but they're really really expensive. Which so are iPhones, but Apple's getting they're getting more more serious every year with gaming. It seems. Yeah, I mean they know that they can get a bigger audience that way too. Yeah, and I'd say. Yeah, maybe. I mean, they may just stick with uh, the phones and do gaming on there, but I think there's a chance that Apple may enter the console wars in the next five, ten years. Wouldn't surprise me. They've already jumped into streaming wars. And they've got the money to you know back it up if they do decide to make a console. They're kind of like Microsoft on that. You know, if it fails, it fails. You know, at least it's worth a try. They got the money. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to go bankrupt if it fails. So, exactly. Um, Sega cancels multiple games that was in the making. Yep. So, according to IGN, Sega is facing financial issues, mainly in its European bases, which forces it to make the uncomfortable decision of canceling Hyenas along with many other unannounced titles. Profiting has been a problem for Sega, leading it to undergo a restructuring aimed at increasing its efficiency. Sega has also indicated that it will explore additional measures to improve profitability in its European operations, with specific details to be announced once decisions are made. Hinting at the possibility of similar news in the future, Sega wanted to reassure its employees by saying that its main focus is helping those whose jobs are at risk and trying to find them other opportunities within Creative Assembly when possible. So, I mean, obviously, Sega's been through this before. That's why they stopped making consoles. They just stayed on the software side. and I hate it because, I mean, I'm a big fan of Sega. But if they would just stick to the Sonic games, I mean, they'd be all right. But they're trying to, you know, get other games out, you know, which I understand trying to broaden their approach a little bit. But you can only, if you're only bringing in so much money and you have so many employees for other games and stuff, I mean, it's just what it, you know, it is what it is. It's going to, you're going to lose money. So Hyenas, I, it, they said that it was almost done, but there was a bunch of bugs and other things that they were going to have to test out, and that was going to cost money, pay devs to do it, and 
you know, take time. So they just went ahead and canceled it. I mean, it sucks, but they'll be all right if they just stick with Sonic, you know, keep, I mean, maybe just bring out some more DLC for Sonic Frontiers until you bring out its sequel. Sonic Superstars is coming out this, well, time of recording next month, but it's almost October. So, um, October 20th, 18th, something like that. It's coming out. So that'll help them out financially because I know a lot of people is going to buy that. So like I said, just stick with the Sonic Sega and you'll be all right. Yeah, which I mean, they're really kind of biting the bullet on the Sonic side too because I believe they just released a couple free updates on Sonic. Oh I yeah, I mean, a- all of the DLCs have been free for Sonic Frontiers. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. If they bring out some more paid DLC, that'll help until they get Sonic Frontiers sequel out. Yeah, because people would pay for it being a Sonic game, which, I mean, they've been being nice with it, but at a certain oh, yeah. point, as a company, you're especially facing financial hardship on another game that involved in animals, ironically enough, that could have been very successful. So it's, I mean, especially since the game was pretty much just down to the polishing aspect of it. <laughs> that sucks. It was just bugs. So you wasted, who knows how many actual years, because that hasn't been released yet, on oh, yeah. how long they on this game, which we know it's the modern age of gaming. So five, six years doing, at least. Yeah, as you say, unless they're doing an eight bit or a sixteen bit gig, it's going to take a while to do it. Which I'm assuming they was in the three D space. So. I'm assuming it was next gen consoles, probably. So, so it's one of those things. Like, how much time did you actually pour into this just to drop it? I guess they figured it'd be be better just to cancel it instead of. I mean, they've already spent how much on, money on it for it to be a 50-50 shot if it successes or not. So, I mean, still, at least that they released it, they had a chance of people buying it. I mean, even if it turned out being like a cyberpunk right away or a Redfall, people would have still paid for it at first, which I'm glad Sega didn't decide to take that route. So, I mean, respect to them on that part. Yeah, which they're old school like Nintendo. They know, you know, to not release a game until it's completely ready. So. I mean, especially since they was a rival before PlayStation even existed. Yeah, so they know. I mean, it sucks, but just get some paid DLC out there for Frontiers, and then even Sonic Superstars when it comes out, maybe some paid DLC for it. People will buy it. Old school Sonic fans will buy it, and they won't think of anything of it if you charge for it. Nintendo charges for everything. Mm-hmm. And people will just be like, okay, I just got to do it because especially in today's game time of gaming dlcs are everything yeah and i mean everybody charges for them not even just nintendo everybody does so it's normal i mean yeah i know you already paid for the game you don't want to pay for more but a lot of people don't care to pay for more and a lot of people grouch about paying for more but they still do it yeah they'll still do it or they'll be like okay i'm just not going to pay for the extra stuff it's i mean yeah but some people will that's just i mean that's just money you're going to make so at least one person in the world will buy it that's I mean, more money than I'm, you would make if you made it all free. They say for the most part, companies, they add the DLC in there. Yeah, maybe an extra $15, $20 or whatever. But it's usually $15 to $20 worth of gameplay that you get extra. I mean, yeah, there's some companies that wind up cheating you out and everything else. And those are the ones that get the thing to bad rip. But it's just like everything else. The bad always outweighs the good no matter what. So that's what people always see is the bad side of it opposed to the actual good side and the good quality stuff that does come from DLCs occasionally. Right. Yep. 
like Call of Duty is really wore it out with the microtransactions and everything else, Fortnite. So you got games like those that give the whole entire community a bad rap for DLC. Yeah. I mean, Call of Duty and Fortnite, they need to just chill it out, tone it back a little bit with their advertising. I mean, the the menu one, the new Call of Duties and Warzone is just trash. You can't even you can't even navigate to play the game without something popping up on your screen or just having to dig through the microtransaction page to find to go play a game. It's stupid. Unlike the older ones where you had an option to go to the shop if you wanted to, like in the right. main menu. Right. Now you have to you have to look at it in order to go play something. They should just make it where if you want to go buy something, just click on the shop and then go buy it. That's fine. Don't make like don't shove see- it in people's faces. Like you don't gotta as soon as I load up the game, you don't have to have me to press B just to get four it off times the screen. to get every pop up off the screen. It's like I know you're there. If I want you, I will get you. I know you want my money, but you're not getting it. No, you're already almost charging seventy dollars a game. I mean, Fortnite's obviously a free game, but Call of Duty, I believe, it's seventy dollars, isn't it? Yeah. So yet again, I'm already getting a seventy dollar game. I'm not going to pay you more. Yeah, if you come out with map packs like you normally do, I'll pay more for those because you get that extra thing. The thing. It's, it's worth, worth it. it. Not just skins, just gun skins and people's skins. That's not worth it. Let me unlock that stuff. Give me challenges to do and I'll unlock it the fairway. Fortnite is different. Like you said, it's a free game, but it's also you keep those skins year after year. Call of Duty, it's a new game every year, so you lose those skins you buy. Yep. I mean, unless Call of Duty makes it, like when Microsoft takes it over, they want to make it a three-year thing, at least that might be worth buying some skins or something, but... If a new one's coming out every year, there's no point in buying a skin, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And that's my thing with 2K nowadays, too, because 2K's even in the wrap with it with all the DLC just for VC. It's just like, okay, I'm making a new build every year. Why am I dropping an extra $50 to... It's pretty much a pay-to-play at this point. Pay extra to play. Play extra to pay at this point. Well, yeah. you either put a crap ton of hours into it to build up the VC, or you buy it up front and just put a crap ton of hours in to get the badges so i mean either way you're putting a crap ton of hours but yeah it's still i've been i mean especially on the switch side just to get games it's just like okay you have to be at least the because it used to be you know xbox and playstation you had to be a 90 to play pretty much street and then switch right away it didn't matter the first year we got it for the Switch, it was just, okay, everybody wants to play because there's hardly anybody on here. So you play with 60s and everything else, and it was fine. The whole community was good that way. Now it's just like, oh, okay, no, we actually have to be the same with Xbox and PlayStation, and we have to be a certain rank and have a certain badge just for anyone want to be like, okay, let's step up and play. Yeah. So, like I said, 2K's even getting bad with it now. And 2K, they just need... And they do something different, you know. They have a next gen game, and then they have a current gen game. Just make it the same again. That's I hate that because current gen gets what next gen got last year every year. So just make it the same. Just it's, I hate it. I hate having different games for different generations. It's dumb. Yeah, and this is something new to try. Because I mean, yeah, they done it when they Xbox One and Xbox Three Sixty when the Xbox One was the next gen. They done it then, which it made sense because it was the brand new thing. But after that, they was well. The same. My career wasn't what it is now either. So I mean, 
mostly people play my career and it's just dumb to have different generations have different things just make it all together make it all cross-platform not just next gen yep stupid i blame ronnie 2k oh yeah definitely calling you out dude (laughs) all right i believe well we went down multiple rabbit holes today i was scared (laughs) we didn't have enough clicks and here we are Definitely a little bit past time. Yeah. So follow us on Twitter. Get merch on Redbubble. I've heard lost TikTok. I was lazy this week. I forgot to cut a video, so you'll get one next week. Uh, you'll get one of what you're listening to right now. Or, you know, people that comes to us, you'll you'll know where you got us from. Right. Uh, Facebook. Discord. Discord. If you need mental health help, we got better help on our side. And you can too. Not nationwide. Not nationwide. Not that jingle. Not yet. <laughs> nope. But it's in the description. You know, just hit that link. It'll take you to better help. And if you need some help. Anything else? I think that's it. All right. Later, guys. Talk to you guys next week. What if I told you that you can support your blood pressure and healthy CoQ10 levels with two chews a day? The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. That's like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 supports your cardiovascular health. Visit RadioBeats.com and find out how you can get a free 30-day supply on bundles and save 15% with the promo code DEAL. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.